0: And welcome to episode. I think it's 17 now. Uh, I have put it in the title, and I forgot already. That's how bad I am. That's how my day is. been days where you know, just just been relaxing. Should have done work, but I've not. But uh we're here, episode 17, I believe, Um with the main man, Sal Jersey Sports Cards. If you don't know, get to know. Yes, get sir. Know yes, sir. Thanks for having hey. me on, brother. <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure I'll see. You may have seen him at shows at Southampton, London. You've been to did you done any of his shows over here yet? Just done just them too? No, I've
1: only been I've been to the London show twice and then I was just at Southampton uh, this past weekend. Yeah,
0: that's true. It's a shame because you does you do support you know you do support United, but we'll um unfortunately at this point. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get back to LA, actually, because you know, Champions League football and it's oh, a lot. That, but we'll get back to that Oh nah <laughs> oh, nah. What a save! Oh, nana. Hey, Yo, relax you with go. that. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> City hey, didn't funny. have
1: the best weekend either, so like,
0: relax. We just we just beat Leipzig.
1: Okay, what happened in the what yeah. happened in the prime this past weekend and that that perfect record Come
0: on. No, the Bruyne. no Rodri, no Bernardo Silva. Like, what team can do about them three and do well? I don't know. Exactly you know <laughs> listen we've got to give these little teams some some points every now and then to help them you know keep of water you know I mean? morale
1: morale po- pity morale, points
0: exactly it, it, it was part of the deal to get us Nunes we said we'll give you this of money and we'll give you three points and so we'll come in a few weeks and said yeah go on then it's so is. it is sure so it sure is. man <laughs> whatever whatever, whatever <laughs> we sleep at night that, that that does help me yeah that does help me I'll talk to the, the prem, though. who do you think what's your top four for the prem? who's, who's going to finish top four and who's your bottom three this year it's going to be interesting.
1: City 1. Ooh.
0: Liverpool
1: 2. Nice. Dude, honestly, it's tough. It's tough to say. It's honestly really close. Arsenal Dude. 3, as much as I hate to say it. And then, should I just be optimistic and say United squeaking? Nah, United squeaking 5. Newcastle 4. <laughs> Newcastle 4, United 5. So Don't, where, trust Tottenham? Tottenham. Don't trust Tottenham. Don't wow. trust
0: them.
1: and Brighton as well. I think they'll. I mean, uh, honestly, they. I could see Tottenham either Tottenham or Brighton being fifth instead of United. But you know, I want to keep uh, a yeah, keep morale because keep morale. Tottenham Europa League. No.
0: Did see, that's why I think they'll do well. It could no, be no champion like, no Europa League. Less games. They're
1: so reliant. They're still reliant on like one or two players. I don't know. If something happens. High risk of a, uh,
0: you know. High risk of yeah. injury. It's it's over. But they but they play for the manager. It's been like Tottenham the park. Like They play for the manager and they and they play well. I've not seen them play as well for a few years, and they're playing well.
1: No, that's true. It's true. But like they lose Madison, for instance, like it's over they got no one to pull it's the terrible, strings. <laughs> <laughs> they got no one to pull the strings. True, true. Or they lose but... Son. Who's scoring? Who's scoring any goals? I mean, I think I yeah, think Madison uh, would be a bigger... Yeah. Madison would definitely be a bigger loss than Son, but still.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think because that's such a good start, they might invest in January. I think they might say, you know, that's, that's back in there. Because I think they'll be up there. it comes January, they'll be up there. That's true. Dude,
1: i have just seen so, the bottle it so many times over the years. I just, I can't, I don't know. No
0: faith. Yeah, I think the problem is now obviously you've got City obviously you're, gonna, obviously you're out Car- Carabao Cup but they're going to be FA Cup, Champions League. They should be up there for the later stages. They've got a lot of games. You've then got to look at Liverpool, got Europa League and they're probably going to want to win that because what else have they had for the last couple of years? They've not done anything. So they're probably going to go far in Europa League maybe win it. Then you've got look like, at Arsenal. They're gonna be up there. They have got a strong team. They need a striker, like a, a goal scorer, but they'll be up there. And then I just think Tottenham are playing really well. So it's hard to discount them. It really is. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, no, it will be interesting to see good. if anyone makes a move for someone like Oshiman or Ivan Tony, maybe.
1: That's what everyone's saying. Well, aren't they saying like Tony to Chelsea?
0: Yeah, they need, they need they need a striker. Jesus. I, yeah. I tipped them to be top four at the beginning of the season. So obviously, no Europa League, no Champions League. I did too. I thought they were going to bounce billion.
1: back. I thought they were going to bounce
0: back. But nah, What's not it? anymore. Yeah. Serious. One bill on players, and you bring in Pochettino. I was like, yeah, say less. They're winning. They're going to win the league. One, one game a week. Like, less than mm-hmm. a few years ago. They've done it. Two games in, I was like, Jesus Christ, they're a mess. They paid us $40 a bill for Cole Palmer. I I know it's crazy, <laughs> crazy. Uh, After I saw, honestly,
1: I was concerned about Liverpool too. Once they stole uh, Caicedo, I was I was like, yo, what is going on here? They, but now Liverpool is, turned yeah. it around, and uh, honestly, Caicedo ain't looking too hot. So you know, Serious. it is what it is.
0: Yeah, Liverpool mid's worked out well. Sombersly, um, gravin Birch as well. Good players and it's worked out well in midfield, it's like younger, refreshed. It'll do well, like. that will do well. Yeah, whether it does it this year or not, I don't know, but yeah, it'll be interesting.
1: Only time yeah. will tell
0: exactly that. And, and Newcastle I think, I mean, it, listen, good performance against PSG, I didn't expect that 4 1. It was unbelievable, it was wild. serious. And again, the draw now at AC Man seems good for them, they're top of the group. I mean, like, it, it seems good for them, but how how far can they go and have they got the strength in depth? And I think they'll that's what they'll fall off. Same with Brian. I have got the strength and depth to go far in the Europa contest, and still do well in the Prem, because it's relentless. Like just that November, December, January, relentless in the Prem, relentless.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, a lot of teams will fall off. A lot of teams will fall off. You ain't wrong. That's my thing. Okay. Well, enough on. I say enough on the Prem. Let's let's introduce yourself. So let's for people who don't know who who you are. Who are you?
1: Who am I? Um. Who so my you? name's Josiah. I'm from. Uh... New Jersey in the U.S., uh, as you can tell, part from the name, I buy, sell, trade, collect, whatever you want to call it, uh, sports cards, primarily soccer cards. Love a little trip over to the U.K. whenever, uh, whenever I can make it. Um, I've been in this hobby since mid 2019, briefly, and pretty much since. Um, yeah, yeah pretty much, pretty much that. so so what got you in the hobby then honestly i got into the hobby so um it was honestly right around the time uh i just got into college and i was actually starting my landscaping company because i'm like okay i don't want to pay for for i want to pay for college i don't want student loans i need to make a way to you know make money xyz so i started naturally i guess I, i started a landscaping company and i was uh building that stuff up and kind of one of the guys I was listening to to kind of like get information to to do that was uh was Gary V and right around that time he started talking about sports cards and as a kid like I'd kind of collected a little bit I'd kind of uh you know got into it uh, I mean not in, like in a monetary way but I'd rip packs I'd get yeah. for Christmas or your birthday whatever um I'm like yeah you know what I remember doing this it's kind of fun you know I know sports so I uh you know one day I, I was I my cousin was sleeping over our house. I remember well. And we're like, you know what? Because he he was the same sort of story. And he was like, you know what? If we have a little bit of money, maybe we we'll just, you know, buy a couple cards and then uh see what happens. I remember first purchase, uh oh, yeah. I was I was uh I was uh trying to bid this is like luka donich's rookie year he's like right after he won the rookie of the year i was trying to bid for a lot not bid or like by now a lot of 20 base luka psa 10s the guy wanted 1750 i wanted 1650 for a lot of 20 on ebay for the base and I was like, ah, I don't want to spend that extra hundred bucks. Don't want to do it. It would have been like instead of seventy dollars per card, it would have been I wanted like sixty five a card. Ended yeah. up not pulling the trigger on that, but I bought like three Luca bases, like some De'Aaron Fox, Trey Young. So I kind of diversified a little more instead of just buying that one big purchase, which is like kind of like all the money I kind of had to spend. Yeah, you know, we we all know what kind of happened with those those cards. They went up to like two K each. And, uh, you know, it would have been nice. But, you know, slowly after that, got into more soccer cards, buy, sell, trade, grade, that whole thing. And, uh, you know, eventually got here. The short, long story short.
0: Yeah. So, obviously, being from the U.S., what got you into soccer? Because, obviously, we, we do probably see you guys as more of NBA, NFL. So, why why soccer?
1: Yeah. So, I played soccer my entire life. Uh, my whole family played soccer. Uh, they're from like my mom's my mom's and her side like she was born in Poland my grandparents are born in Brazil so i mean it, like it just makes sense my dad and my grandpa both played college soccer i played college soccer uh so you know i just i i, I know it and i like it way more plus uh honestly the price points for soccer cards compared to NBA and NFL cards, like, it's ridiculously cheap when you compare, like, apples to apples. So, I'm like, yeah, it just makes sense, personally, like, um, might as well. Yeah.
0: Sure. yeah. Have, have you seen Messi yet in, in America? That's the big ticket thing about it.
1: I saw him in, uh, well, not, not for the MLS, but I saw him in 2013 uh, okay. play against Brazil. He scored a hat-trick. It was like 4-3. It's like, is a crazy game literally one of his like top 10 goals ever he scored uh like on pretty much like yeah. all his uh his like highlight videos was like we were there at that game he, like cutting the left on Marcelo, <laughs> top corner is nuts but,
0: yeah, yeah. crazy yeah, yeah i've seen the Not prices for the tickets it.
1: yeah, yeah the so prices the
0: tickets are crazy right yeah he so is expensive. the big ticket draw yeah but you know he's is the goat in, in my opinion is you know the goat i agree player. i agree over CR7, yeah?
1: Have I seen CR7? No, I don't think I have.
0: Yeah. Ooh, Because you've been United fan. I know you've been to Old Trafford. But, uh, not seen yeah, CR7. not not on the right
1: timetable, unfortunately. I was like a little before and then after.
0: Yeah, so uh, I missed him, I missed so him by got, a little bit. Yeah, put that on your bucket list. So you got to see CR7.
1: I might have to. Trip you know. to
0: Saudi. Yeah, trip to Saudi. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: if, I don't know. If cards get another boom, then maybe we can afford it. But who knows?
0: <laughs> uh, it's good, about, you know. Talking to the Saudi League, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with licensing for products over there. If if Top's goes for it, because so many stars over there now, you know, it's it's. Would you would you be interested in buying some cards from like like Mane and, and Ronaldo in the Saudi League? Especially in the first year.
1: And yeah, that's a tricky. That's a tricky question. Yeah. I mean, I, I bet you like there would definitely be a strong collector's base just from that demographic. Um, yeah. I mean, are we talking about like, would I want them to like collect what I just buy them because I think they could be good value or like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah.
0: both. Like obviously with it, with it being the legends, like it's like with Messi in the MLS, like people are waiting for that sort of pink parallel, in that pink shirt. And it's going to, it's going to pop. Like you could see some really nice, especially it's been a first year as well. So if tops do it, like they did with the, I think it's Liverpool uh, lineage set, you know, like the, tops um, first like the Bowman first so it's a first step but it's again having a Ronaldo at a first if then he's coming into his career it's just it could not be something that holds value over time would it be something you'd be interested in collecting is as, as having it as oh well? I've got Ronaldo from Lisbon days to you know Saudi Arabia days
1: yeah so that's a good question I mean personally I, that's probably not something that I would collect just because I literally have zero affiliation with uh any of the Saudi teams like at all and I don't I'm not really actively watching those games but like from a a, like a opportunity aspect I feel like I feel like the cards over there would go crazy in terms of like Ronaldo first official Saudi Saudi kit Mane etc like I mean there's some money over there for sure and I feel like
0: yeah
1: you know they don't really have cards of like their league or players so I feel like there would be a strong like attraction for that so I mean it would be interesting to see That that's the at the very it, least
0: I, I hope it does happen I said I hope it does happen because so again I think it helps grow the hobby over there as well which is obviously going to be beneficial for, for everyone and, and again I, I, having that like the first even the Bowman first Ronaldo also it would be kind of cool said say with Mane and yeah, Ruben Neves went over there. You know, some of the, some of the younger stars have gone over there. Um, was a the young lad from from Spain went over there. I forget his name. Um, I think from did he go from Betis? So was he that he went know. from some some, some yeah it was some young lad who was tipped to well. I think City might have been interested in him, and he's gone over there. So they've got you know, you so younger it's, people. Do you, as th- you well. think it's
1: sustainable?
0: Looking what happened with the Chinese league a few years back, That's what and I mean. Wine, everyone. Yeah, yeah, I'd say no, but I feel like they're doing this a bit different, aren't they? They seem to be pushing a lot more because obviously Ronaldo's got the whole ambassador side of his. They've obviously got, I think they've got, they've got Beckham as well as an ambassador, It's like to for football in Saudi Arabia. I think he's doing something over there. Is holding. he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Saudi he's doing it for. I know it's some country around there. Then if it's not Saudi, but he's the the massive pusher. They aren't trying to get because they want a World Cup again. They want to do big stuff right. over there. They only want to put World Cups in there over there. So I think they're pushing like. To be more, you know, the place to be, and I'm hearing is it Portugal, Spain, and Morocco are doing a joint World Cup soon. So if you can have it spread over them three countries, I don't see why you couldn't do one with you know, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, or something. No, some other sort of countries over there that have got it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's again, it grows a game, it grows a hobby because I you think know, they go hand in hand, don't they? Especially with fanatics are pushing things at the moment. So I, I, I think it will be sustainable. I'm hearing it's not like a, it's not going to be a money issue over there in Saudi, is it? Let's face it. Dude, did you give a name to
1: i was i was messing around with someone i was like you know out of everyone that's gone to saudi ronaldo probably got the worst deal <laughs> he only got like 400 mil for a couple of years whereas just after that they were just splashing it like crazy oh. he, he should have held out for another six months
0: he would got paid <laughs> paid yeah i, I would not surprised if in his contract he's got something where it's like matches the highest player in the league because he must have he must have thought or spoke to him about, you know, what they want to do in the project, they want to build, so all of a sudden he said, oh, I'm going to bring these other players over and we want all the stars to be here. He's, you know, he's a smart guy, and I'll do any let's face it. He probably said, well, you yeah, know, the highest person in the league, I've got a match that their ways, but, yeah, like, look at Neymar, and you get, like, a, he's got a private jet, he's got a house which with like, 16 maids in it or something like that. it was crazy, If it's true, obviously. And, and the money he was trying to offer and, and Mbappe when wanted him to come across, it was like, ridiculous money, ridiculous
1: yeah, I I agree. It's kind of nuts.
0: Yeah, I think Mbappe would have been funny to see. Not to lie, Mbappe over there would have been hilarious. Dude, I
1: would honestly, I would have done it, bro. Instead of getting, <laughs> I, if, I was in, if I was Mbappe, I'd be like, yeah. I'll, instead of getting beat four one by Newcastle in the Champions League, I would take seven hundred mil for a year and then just go to <laughs> the Madrid. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Can Some people get ma- mad at me for that, but I, it just makes that team's a shambles.
0: Yeah. PSG, yeah, they always are. But can you imagine next year with Mbappe and Bellingham at Real Madrid? Oh, jeez.
1: That's scary. And Vinny. Or Vinny
0: Jr. Yeah. That's scary. <sighs> Tushami, Kamavinga. Yeah. Dangerous team. Dangerous yeah, team true. in Bellingham, at the moment. I mean, I don't know if you invest in, in Bellingham or not, but definitely the man on fire, isn't he?
1: Man on form. He sure is, man. He sure is. He's, he's nuts. He is nuts. He is something else. I was, did not expect that from him. I thought he was. I thought I did not think he was that type of player. I
0: don't but think anyone did. He's proven yeah, us yeah. all well. I was, yeah, I, I, I'm a bit upset because I get the hype. This he's doing it at Real Madrid, great. But then it's like, oh, he scored a 95th minute winner against Cadiz. <laughs> all right. Do you know what I mean? It's like, the Napoli game, the Napoli game yeah, okay, he bossed that quite a bit, and Napoli are a tough team, but it's like, at his age, I would have loved him to come to the Prem, but doing this week-in, out, week-out week a Premier League team, you know, this is arguably the toughest, the best league in the world, and I think that's where he should have come first, then you go to Madrid later on, like, a bit like Haaland, you know, he's openly said, I'll be here for four years, and then I'm going. I think that's what Bellingham should have done, come Prem, get stuck in at a young age, because if he has a big injury the next couple of years and wants to come over to Prem 27-28, you know, after a couple of ACLs or whatever, it's it's kind of like, oh, it's not the same guy, you know, that we saw dominate this. And it's just like, oh, it's such a shame that you don't come to the best league and challenge yourself at the the best time.
1: Yeah, I don't think you can come from Real Madrid back to the Prem, realistically. It just doesn't happen. So you don't think you'll leave Madrid and come to the Prem? I mean, it's possible, but like, who does that? No one, no one yeah, does.
0: My Chloe, did. Real
1: Madrid, it. Barcelona, the Prem, like. My Chloe. Yeah, but he was at the Left. Prem initially.
0: Yeah, it went Prem, but the league and back to. The yeah, prem, but that yeah. was like, but... and that
1: was after. That was later on. That was like retirement age.
0: <laughs>
1: Not the same. Uh, yeah, no.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's that this team. I know. But I don't know, I just, I, yeah, I just, maybe it was just a bit salty that he didn't come to the Prem. It would have been nice to see him play. Yeah, 100 um, Obviously, being a, a blue, it would have been good to see that team of, that midfield of Rodri, Bellingham, De Bruyne. Oh, stop it. Haaland <sighs> up it. front. Oh, yeah, it just, it would have been stuff of dreams made of. I mean, I, I make it all the time on FIFA and, and champ man, that's all I do. But <laughs> that's the closest I get, that's the closest I get either maybe one
1: day maybe one day
0: yeah i don't know and like i said it's gonna leave Madrid to come see especially after pep's gone as well and we're getting managed by god knows who yeah um, honestly yeah exactly we end up being in the united don't we have the years of glory now and in a couple of years that's it we're gonna david moyes in charge we're screwed <laughs> it's all gonna come tumbling down i hope i hope it doesn't I hope we've got a good infrastructure. We've seen, we seen at least we invest in our ground and stuff. We invest in our infrastructure, which is good. But yeah, let's just hope it stays. As it blows it blurts, hope it stays. We'll see. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's your um obviously with you being less of a sort of a collector, say so you're more of an investor, what's your sort of favorite set like look-wise for you then as like someone who doesn't have that much of a kinship to go, oh, i have gonna keep this site select or this mm-hmm. prism from. uh, uh, we we have a certain set that draws you in
1: yeah there's like a couple that i really like like um i think 2014 prism 2017 chrome um so like what i do collect i do collect gold 2014 uh matchups so i have a couple of those i mean it's the set getting completed, it's, you know, it's it's going to be pretty tough with the uh, Ronaldo Messi, but, um, and then the other one I really like, which is kind of like super niche, is a 03 uh, United Manuscript set. Like, those autos. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah. Like,
0: there's, yeah, like, I think that...
1: on. there's a Ronaldo one, there's yeah. uh, a couple other guys.
0: I think, it's nin- I think 90s has some of that. For some reason, it's is in the head. Like, Jake, I'm pretty sure he's got some of them set. Maybe not, but I'm pretty sure I've seen
1: nah that those i know i know what you're talking about but these are like oh three oh three like ronaldo basically they're basically like ronaldo rookie autos like i like the look of those cards a lot they're pretty sick um and then obviously like you know i like flawless too on you know i think i think just like the and probably probably flawless that's probably what i would i would throw in there to like sets that i really enjoy and uh know would would uh whether you want to call it collect or invest and hold hold for long term so
0: yeah yeah i suppose i'm i'm similar i'm quite bougie i like the uh national treasures like flawless it just just feels like a a card you know you you hold it like this this is what i see yeah this is it this is are you
1: are you a patch guy
0: i I really used to be i've gone off i'll say go off but i've I bought less patches, but I really, like, really used to love patches. Really did, yeah, yeah. I think one of the first cards I bought a few years back was a uh, Alan Iverson, like, Upper Deck, but it was, like, game-used Iverson patch. I was like, this Iverson, it's game-used. Like, it was, it was the best of me, like, having that sort of... Episode. If it's game-used, obviously, yeah, patch-wise, yeah. If any of, like, these napkin patches, it's just not associated and that. I'm not too fussed but, Yeah, I think that's why I've yeah. gone off a little bit. But, yeah, game-used, when you get, like, game-used patch, it's just... Yeah, so sweet. It's so sweet, and then yeah. also they're always cheap as well. They're always like, like usually very cheap compared to getting an auto of that first thing, like an AI auto. So just you know, different pricing. So yeah, but yeah, you you like patches?
1: Um, I don't
0: dislike patches. I think there's definitely a
1: place for them. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to even think. I don't even. I wouldn't say I have like necessarily a preference between like a sleek parallel or like a patch auto for instance like i just think i don't know they're just different i I wouldn't even say i have like a preference per se but um yeah like i'm just trying to think like what what card looks better do you like a a flawless patch auto or like a like a 2017 chrome like i think they both (laughs) they both look sick in different in different like regards
0: But if I had like to take the, one, I, is it an RPA forget, value, is it RPA?
1: forget value. Forget value.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I think if it's definitely, if, 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 even more so if it's an RPA, but having that like auto and the patch of of someone I'll collect, say then, it's just, just for collection. I think I'd go for the, R, the RPA. That's Over fair. a Chrome or even a Chrome variant. Even if the scarcity is not the same. Like even if that's in, like Fifty and that's a twenty-five. I just I don't know. that sort of a kinship. be more, yeah. has more of a meaning to it, I suppose. That's fair. Yeah, Cardio, yeah. I can,
1: I can definitely yeah. see that. But.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's all it's all how you built into the to collecting, I suppose, isn't it? If you collect it because you have that sort of connection to a team or a player, you want as much little pieces to puzzle together. So you got a patch and an auto from that player. It's like yes,
1: <laughs>
0: give me more. <laughs> give exactly. me more. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So obviously with you coming over to um so you, you know UK shows, how have you sort of noticed a difference between what we're doing over here compared to what you see day to day over your side of the pond?
1: Yeah, so there's definitely a definitely a difference. I mean, one just obviously what the shows are persisting of, like in the US shows, there's you know, there's typically some soccer people, but I'd say the amount of soccer in a U in the U S show is probably equivalent to the percentage of the amount of basketball or football at a UK show. It's just like completely, completely like flip-flopped. Okay. Uh, it it's so like in that regard, it is um, it's definitely more in enjoyable in the sense that like, you just see more soccer collectors at the show and you're not like one of like the five to 10 that do it at a normal mm-hmm. show, which is cool. Yeah um, differences. And I've kind of mentioned this a few times. Um, obviously, you know, the hobby in the U S has been around for like years and and decades. So it's just definitely more established. There's less people I'd say there's, there's less, um, uh, I I don't know how to say it. Like there's less people that are, uh, I guess there's no like shops or people that are just buying constantly. Um, it's, it's much more of like an illiquid market. I would, I would argue um, to an extent, which I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah. And uh, I would say also with that, like high end cards, let's just say like 5k or above are not as like, deals of that size are not as prevalent, whereas the U.S., every show you'll see most likely multiple five-figure deals happen to some extent throughout. So, just the size and the scale is just not necessarily where the U.S. is at, which, you know, makes complete sense and is totally cool. But that, just from my ob- observation, that's kind of uh, what I've been seeing.
0: Yeah. I think it's as. Is a couple of things going inside don't you? Like, the one is we're sort of when it comes to these modern sports cards. Because I always say we've had a big card culture of here in the, the car athletic society, which is very different from sports cards we collect today because these are cigarette cards that then they have shows week in, week out. Um, but again, it's, it doesn't have the you know, the, a lot of them using out on social media it's the older generation with their cigarette cards from 1902, sort of thing this sort of modern era now with these new shows, we're sort of in our infancy, like I said, whereas the US has been doing this for decades, you know, if not a hundred plus years. So we're baby steps with the infancy and, and obviously America's here. And then the size of America compared to size of the UK, it's like we don't have the amount of people in the hobby with that sort of funds to do that sort of stuff. I think it'd be good if if we, like, like I said, with, with the US, you have the national. Everyone from around America and now the world is coming across to this. If we can get something in Europe, whether it's the European or the international, and it can move around London one year, Amsterdam next year, Berlin the year after, and grow the hobby that way, and get them people all of a sudden spending their money out of the European countries, it will help a lot, because I think then you start seeing the, the bigger shows in UK, people come over from these different countries a lot more, and there be more money sort of flowing, and it would help get to that stage of you know 5 bigger deals. But we're definitely, like I said, definitely like years behind we are very very much far behind in that deal yeah
1: which is you know expected i mean like you said just the size of america compared to you know the uk it's just natural i guess i don't want to call it common sense but just like the amount of people yeah. it you know
0: numbers yeah. don't lie <laughs> exactly exactly that yeah exactly that numbers do not lie well, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting time. I think you obviously come and seen us a couple of years into having like proper shows. So, you know, it would be interesting to see what it's like in five years time and in 10 years time. And, yeah, we'll sit back and chat and go, remember that time we came to the show and it was 100 people uh, and the highest deal was 250 pounds. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's man.
1: definitely more than that, but, you know, I know what you mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but to, you know, talking on the future of the hobby, Fanatics are obviously here to take over, not take part. Um, you know, they they bought tops, they bought printers, which you know Panini and Tops didn't do prior. They always outsourced the printing of cards, um, so they're making big strides. And we talked a bit about it before. But uh, Fanatics events, how do you feel? What's your thoughts on Fanatics events? They want to challenge the national slash take over the national. They want it to be more of a Comic Con sort of vibe. To uh, sports cards and, and yeah, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, just fanatics in general. I mean, I think uh, how you want to look at it. How I kind of like look at it is just you just kind of correlate it to how typical economics work in you know, across all in- industries. What we've been seeing over the past couple of years in the sports card hobby, I would just consa- I would just say it's a consolidation of of power essentially if you want to use that, that terminology, like let's look at, let's look at the Amazon model. First, they start with books, then they move to this, then they move to that. And then now all of a sudden they control pretty much everything going on in regards to, uh, you know, whatever, just a retail in general. Um, I think we are, you know, slowly and surely seeing that same exact, you know, thing really play out with uh with fanatics in the sense that they're kind of the hobby was very fragmented in the fact that it was you know not necessarily centralized. There's a lot of people doing their own thing to a certain scale. Fanatics has pretty much come in, bought up a high percentage of the main players, and are just in it to just. Just destroy, destroy. Not at all. I don't, don't want to use the word destroy. destroy. Well, I don't I say destroy. destroy. I would just say take, just dominate. Just say, yeah, dominate. Do, that's a much better word. A much nicer word to say. Dominate <laughs> and you know, uh, take control and you know, increase market share. Um, I think, I think a lot of people are that have been in the in the space for years and years never really had to feel that competition for instance like always had allocation always had a show that was unopposed people would just come you know xyz didn't really have to innovate i think a lot of those people are going to be uh very i don't want to say in trouble but they're going to be forced to uh to to change a little bit to innovate and you know execute at a higher level than what they've had to for the past you know decade or two like they've like let's be real people that have had allocation for the past three, four, five years have just made absolute bank from pretty much just doing nothing. Um just just because you know what's happened with wax prices and all that. So
0: yeah
1: you know, for certain people that's gonna be very uh difficult to if they lose that, it's going to be very difficult to sustain the whatever type of business model they're running if that was their main way of, you know, operating and the same goes with uh, with shows if, you know, you're happy with just your same old show, not, you know, bringing anything new to the table or trying to improve your product, but you're just happy with the same, you know, attendance and experience, you know, I'm if there's a way to make money from it, I'm sure fanatics are going to try to exploit that and, you know, take it, not take it for themselves, but approve upon, improve upon it and, uh, you know, make a better event.
0: Yeah. So. It's something I'm definitely keeping eye on. I think fanatics events is, I think just, I just, I think they're going to do it right. And I, that's a horrible thing to say, because people think I'm, I'm talking bad a national but As in, they're going to, make sure that it's like a very clean area clean venue no aircon problems no wi-fi problems there's going to be starves there you know they're going to want people to go there and enjoy it because they like they said the hobby's not been advertised properly and it's like the other we're going to grow it tenfold they are in this big money and they don't they don't want to lose and they don't usually lose so they are going to go all out so I'm, i'm definitely looking forward to seeing what they do um it's going to be expensive for me to fly over to America all the time for these Fanatics events, but I feel like it's something you don't want to miss, personally. I feel think like it's going to be that big.
1: Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is just like, on one team, there's Michael Rubin, who is, I don't know how much he's worth, but he's worth quite a bit of money. Uh, has a great track record of building and growing businesses. And then his competition are the uh, 55, 60-year-old... 60, 60 Struggling to use the Internet guy on his on his keyboard, running his show or, you know, flipping wax or whatever. That has been the hobby just coasting for the past 20 years. Who do you think ends up on top if they if they clash? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It it seems David versus Goliath in terms of who's going to come out. And, you know, to an extent, like, you know, you could argue that it's for good reason or maybe not, and it just kind of all depends on how you want to look at it.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I personally, I think it's going to be good. I think in every every sort of business or whatever, you should always have a evolve or cease sort of moment. You know, this is not that <clears throat> stage where you evolve or you just deceased because you're not good enough, then you're probably not in the right business, you know? So this is this is good, it's, it's sort of, not so much a purge, but you know, it's saying this is how we need to evolve, this is things we need to do better. I mean, I said like, the fact that Tops and Pellini we so long, and they didn't own their own printers. It's crazy to me. Top, you know, fanatics came in and did it away. It's like we can't rely on third sources. They third-party sources. Like we need to own these things so we can do it on our timeline and our, you know, and our quality control. It's like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. You know, where this stuff with Panini is getting all sort of drawn out now, where you know WWE are dropping the licenses and cancelling this like, the other. You know, probably UFC will follow, and it's just that's a bit, bit, bit of bad for the hobby because the news is getting out there. It looks like the hobby is you know, sort of loggerheads, but in the grand scheme of things, I do think fanatics will do what is best for the hobby and that going to be good.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's definitely a lot of discussion around that point. Exactly. Are they going to be what's best for the hobby? Um, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, I think they'll definitely bring more eyeballs on it. Uh, you we can only hope for the best. I, I think that they'll definitely have a longer term view than what Panini and, and Panini has had in the past couple years, uh, just mass producing, I think, cause I mean, they're not in it to make a ton of money in one or two years by printing a load of products. They're looking yeah. in order for them to really, you know, make money on their investment. They're looking for a long sustained growth, which I think in that regard, yeah, hundred percent is a better way of looking at things. So I think that's a positive, um, But besides, yeah, I mean, I've had I've heard a lot of different arguments from people both sides. Some people are very excited about it. Some people are not excited about it. My main question for you is: the events are one thing. What are your thoughts about like a Fanatics Live as opposed to as a competitor like a Whatnot, for instance, or an eBay Live? Because I think that's to me that's that has more implications than the events, in my opinion
0: okay so why do you think it's got more implications
1: so what okay so let's 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 play this out and i mean i'm sure a lot i'm sure this is not like necessarily breaking news but
0: so dun, 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 breaking news
1: how many how many break how many breakers would you say we have like currently out there
0: just, just like what in uk or- well yeah let's just
1: use the uk for instance
0: okay uh In just sports, because I, I just think I'm listening to talk guys for, yeah, about form. yeah on, on, on what like so, fifty, hundred, maybe, yeah, and a lot of them are sort of joining forces at the moment as well. i have seen a lot of people join join forces. Okay. Um. Yeah. All Which
1: right. So let's just say like let's just say a hundred, just for easy math's sake.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you'd say probably there's what like probably like four or five that are, that are the best, the biggest probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, all right. So um what happens if and do they break on whatnot? Do they break on where they mostly whatnot?
0: Yeah, say whatnot. Maybe a couple be on Twitch maybe. Um Instagram sort of breaks sort of died down a lot. Gotcha.
1: So let's just say like let's just say Fanatics wants to with Fanatics Live wants to uh wants to a gain market share from whatnot and you know b just wants to improve their platform whatever they get they grab the three of the five biggest breakers in the uk they get them on an exclusive deal they offer them wax at retail or whatever a special deal on wax that they're not offering (laughs) everyone else but they can only you can only rip wax on the fanatics live platform from tops let's just say because you know you can only do that Um, or just, you can only rip wax, uh, direct from the fanatics. Yeah. Or you're just limiting it that you can only rip wax in general from tops on the fanatics platform and only certain people have licenses. Yeah. What does that do to the other 97 UK breakers that will either have to pay way more for their, their wax, their tops wax, which kills margins or just don't have even like get allocation at all
0: i think of course we had these sort of arrival of apps uh, recently with bots and then whatnot and you saw sort of people go over to one some who got exclusive deals and you know, better rates of sales you saw you know some to get better rates here and then ultimately what not one i think you're always gonna have a superior sort of platform and if, if what not can't match it then sports i'm sure they'll push tcg and they'll have more pokemon stuff on there what and fanatics will just be sports both companies still thrive for sure
1: and then what think stopping, everyone else is that, go? i was gonna say what stops um what stops a, a whatnot or uh a, a fanatics live from instead of just like even getting people on these deals just from like you know, we're just going to hire a breaker who has our product, just break, that's your job, etc., cetera, et cetera, Yeah. you know, whatever. Them just building out the entire, entire thing, like organically.
0: It, it gives people jobs though. You see, if whatnot, hiring people just to break for them. Or, you know, no, it, it does, is, It's sure. gives. Yeah, people jobs. Um, I think the interesting part as well is because we're so, like said, sort of in infancy, it would be interesting to see who's, who wants to be a breaker for Three years for five years, like as a career for 10 15 years, like we've had a turnaround and turnover of, of, of breakers and you know, people come and go and and whatnot in the UK, so it's it's kind of a bit more difficult. I a mean, bit probably better than me asking you that question because you've had what is it, the card shop, you've got a loop, whatnot, you've already got Fanatics Live, so you've got like four different streaming platforms for sports cards. Like, have you seen drop offs and people leave and complaints, etc., about products and stuff like that?
1: Um. To be honest, like, I'm not really tuned into that scene too much myself. Like, I'm not okay. really, yeah, I'm not really like on whatnot too often or anything like that. Um, but I do know like a lot of people that were breaking a year ago, two years ago, when it was like, you know, really hot, yeah, are no longer doing so. Which I mean, I tried, I even tried it for like a couple weeks. I mean, it wasn't for me, but you know, point is like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I think like anything, I guess, I mean, I guess like anything, right? The cream will rise to the top in terms of like who is the best at yeah. it, who garners the most attention, the biggest audience. So, I mean, I guess that's, that's the natural case. I'm just saying, I guess I'm just arguing more so in the terms of like ability to get into the market and establish a, uh, a name yeah.
0: itself. Yeah. So more I think, better. again, if, if I'm wrong, correct me, but I think you're, you're sort of looking at this and like, is it sort of, Fair that a big company can come in and just wipe out these little people, aren't companies that are trying to get hobby sort like it, they are. Like you said, if they give the five the five people better deals, the ninety-five people are left in the cold sort of thing. And I get it; there's ninety-five people worse off than the five that are getting better deals. But you know, it's I'm would the sorry. ninety-five Sorry?
1: Yeah, no, I was going to say, I don't think it's, it's not that it's fair or not fair. It's just the natural okay, evolution cool. of like how it is like,
0: you know, yeah. it is what
1: it is. The, they're the best five for a reason. Cause they're doing their job better than XYZ. i Z. I'm just stating the fact that going forward, it's a lot more difficult to, uh, I guess enter the breaking industry. I would argue.
0: Yeah. But. Yeah, again, and that's a flip-side that it. Yeah. Yeah, the flip-side There though, is, it is, should that be the side of the hobby that is growing? Because it's the stuff that's, obviously, some people, we've had the issue over here recently where whatnot have introduced Klarna, and a lot of people have sort of not really agreed with that because it's sort of fueling a gambling addiction. So uh, should we be growing the, the sort of the gambling side of the hobby, which is obviously unregulated and could get people in trouble, or should we grow the other side of it, where it's a collection, a hobby of collecting and swapping and, and trading with, you know, with cash that way.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a question in itself. Right. I think naturally the gambling aspect is I feel like a lot more easy to market and appeal to people. Right. I, I yeah, think, yeah. I just think naturally that's what's going to, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I could be wrong. I feel like naturally that's what's going to grow and that's what's going to take precedence over uh over like yeah over everything really. I mean, how many people do you know that buy and collect and just don't sell cards like at all? Like everyone's flipping and when they're flipping, they flip because they buy a prospect and they think he's going to go up or XYZ whatever. I mean, even that is gambling to an extent call it investing yeah. in gambling. There's, there's a, I don't, yeah. is there, how much of a fine line really is there?
0: Yeah. I, I think again, mainly because of sort of my history in, in sort of, of collecting as well. And, and my local car Felix show is literally down the road for me. So for them, it's a lot different. They have one manual that comes out a year it tells you the price of everything. You open it up and you find out what year it's from. And that's the price of the, the products that year sort of thing. Um, so like when I've, it's been a few, a few years I've done where it's, it's not so much a prospect but someone that I know someone else likes I've just wanted to trade a card but then maybe money's gone around I like I don't know if that's is that a better way for the hobby to be it's like people just getting cards that they want yes money has, may have to get involved as well because the value's not there as opposed to people using Klan or and getting into numerous breaks and having to sort of catch up each payday with themselves because you yeah, know a bit of a downward spiral but I would say on the flip side of that is fanatics wouldn't spend the of money on that it's live if they didn't think it was a smart place to go. So, you know, they obviously don't care about the gambling side of it and it being unregulated and people's, you know, addictions.
1: Yeah. I mean, is it right? Is is that is it what it should be? That's, that's a different question. Yeah. I'm not – yeah. I mean, I'm not even necessarily, yeah. like, here to argue that. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think just naturally, like, even over the – sports betting is huge now. I feel like it's just grown – Ever since, at least over here in the United States, ever since become, uh, you know, you have the sports betting apps. You have, you know, you haven't always yeah. been able to use them. It's more legal in more states. Um, now every Sunday for football or whatever the case may be, everyone just placing twenty dollar bets, fifteen dollar bets here and there. It's just natural for for people. It's I, I think it's the same way. I, whether that's right, whether that's sound financial uh <laughs> practices, like that's. That's another question, but I just yeah. think where society where society is at this point and kind of where we're headed. I yeah. I don't know. I, people are just very dumb sometimes, to be quite to be quite frank, and just don't yeah. budget their budget themselves as they should.
0: Yeah, it's it's that thing we're talking so, about this before. Um, you know, it seems I don't know. It's the same in the US. Obviously, I know you're not on like whatnot, what not uh, what or or, Loop or whatever you use over there. But it seems at the moment over here, especially, look, everyone everyone sort of like wants, it's like a lottery. Everyone wants that hit. Yeah, and, and literally, if, if, let's say they've got, let's say they've got Bellingham and it's like some rookie year product that's getting broken and they, and they get a Bellingham rookie. I swear to God, there's a screenshot of the breaker pulling it on whatnot. It'll be in Facebook groups, Instagram, just got this of a break. I want X, Y, Z for it. So they've not even got the card in hand. It's still The, the break is not even put it in a top load yet. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, people just want that quick, oh, I'll put a few quid in, I cash out and dash. And it's, yeah, I, I always say, you know, if you're going to bet and gamble on, you know, City beating Leipzig 2-0 and waste 20 quid, because they win 3-1, you've got nothing to show for it. Whereas if you buy a, an Alvarez card for 20 quid and he scores, Yes, he goes off, you know, five pounds. If he doesn't score, he doesn't come on. He doesn't come on. He doesn't, you know, he's on the bench start the game. He doesn't come on. That card probably worth 15, 20 quid the next day. So it's like, yeah, do it that way. <laughs> Buy cards, please. <laughs> true, it's true. Don't go, don't go on DraftKings and bet on three corners. Buy an Alvarez card. And hope he scores.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely definitely pros and cons to to both uh, to both. Um, situations i'd say you just described because certain times one you could be totally right about the player but the card you buy is not right and it goes down and when the player's doing amazing which has definitely happened before or oh,
0: yeah.
1: and also i mean it's not as not as easy to move the card sometimes so i mean you know that's other things to, to factor for sure but
0: yeah and there's costs on the chauffeur though you know, at least you've got something like they said if you gamble that's when you've got the receipt that's it you get an email receipt saying you put 20 pound on your app whereas at least with this you've still got it you can remember that time i thought well, i was smart of buying sports yeah, cards yeah. So, look, look at all these base Rashfords i've got because i thought it was gonna be yeah. the next big thing like, you, know. true. True. <laughs> you always you always got a memory in a story
1: yeah you're right on with that you're right on yeah
0: <laughs> so where, where do you see the hobby sort of going in next like five years then with fanatics and I've seen the growth in sort of Europe as well on our side.
1: It's a good question. Cause I think there's multiple components. Um, myself, I'm a big, uh, like a macroeconomics guy. So I don't necessarily am like super, at least in the short term in the next, I don't know, however long you want to look at it. I'm not like super, uh, excited about the overall macro picture in terms of, the world economy. <laughs> but uh which I mean regardless of how big or small you grow the hobby, like that just is a factor in terms of people afford being affordable to affording to get in, prices of cards, XYZ, less disposable money, etc. But in terms of like just the basics of fanatics getting in you know, fanatics getting into it and taking an active role, like just that, yeah, I'm definitely I would definitely bet on fanatics to to grow the hobby to some regard for sure. What that ends up looking like in a five-year term, like it's hard to say. It's it's definitely hard to say. Like, are we gonna have another boom like we saw in COVID? Probably not that drastic. I don't I would yeah. I would not expect that by any regards. But would we you know potentially see some sustainable uptick throughout everything i i mean I would I'd want to think that right <laughs> in and
0: yeah, we, we all do we all a do. nice
1: world we'd love we'd love to see that probably reverse what we've seen over the past you know two three years um would be would be fantastic but um you know it's really hard to say I mean I'm confident that you know some people say cards are especially soccer soccer is not here to stay cards are not you know, here to stay. I mean, we've seen over a century that cards have been a thing, maintain value. So, I mean, based off that data and that time, those years, like, yeah, I'm confident to say that you know, they're not gonna go away by any means. I think they'll definitely um you know, grow and uh be as valuable, if not hopefully more valuable than what they are and more accepted than whether it be, like, an, as an alternative investment or just wanting to collect it as, uh, you know, as a hobby, quite literally, uh, you know, by more people. Um, yeah. The one difference I could really see that makes – would make a difference in the – if we're talking about strictly, like, prices of cards um, would be will – Cause I know PWCC did it for a little while. There's other people that did it, but the lending on cards, which I don't know how familiar you are with that sort of thing. Yeah. It's um, so like, obviously PWCC was collateral yeah. loans on their cards, uh, which was one of the reasons they got in such big trouble and had to get bought out because, you know, uh, they were underwater over quite a few. And especially with like, Obviously, we know if there's debt involved in these markets that just increases the broad supply of uh, you know liquidity in the system essentially, yeah. which just will naturally raise the prices of cards just because there's just more dollars floating around. If that's the case, and you know, assuming if if someone's able to somewhat figure something like that out better than it's been, I think that could be a potential like explosion for, for the hobby, I guess just because of like you, now you're just, again, I don't want to even say like, you know, obviously if people will use like credit to buy a big card or something like that, or whatever the case may be, um, you know, fund your car, it's another program, which is essentially something along those lines. But, um, you know I, I think something along those lines would definitely increase the the overall value especially of like the bigger the bigger items um if if someone you know comes up with a new innovative way with that being said if interest rates continue to grow up and credit tightens like that's a whole nother thing so I think that to me that's a big variable
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah it's just, it's one of the things that I think people are so invested in this hobby that you sort of, sometimes you forget, you just sort of hear the news coming in, like, oh, that's it. it's going to do this, you then sort of forget the outside world, and it's like, oh, yeah, a lot of people are to have got to remortgage over here, and it's all of a sudden, actually £300, £400 a month got to get paid, it's like, that's £400 they don't have to play around with no more, the hobby then becomes a little bit smaller, because they have a out. they're not spending as much, and like you like said, the liquidity is just not there as much as it used to be, it's like, oh, yeah, but we yeah, should have upside, because... <laughs>
1: You're 100% right, and I'll say, like, it's honestly the worst thing. When you're at a show and when you're with, let's just say, your your friends or whatever the case may be, whoever you're talking to, and someone wants to buy your card, even if it's like a, you know, it's probably a little less than you want to sell it, but, like, this is happening multiple times, but, you know, you're still doing all right on it, X, Y, Z, um, and you're like, no, nah, I shouldn't do this. I should get more for it. I shouldn't, I shouldn't move this card. Um, and then you leave the show, and you're like, oh, "Man, I feel like this card's definitely going to be going down in the next couple months. Like, why should I just? I should just take the, <laughs> I, should just, I should just sell it because next thing you know, there's a new comp on it that's down like another fifteen percent, and the price you would have got beforehand is now like the realistic price. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you're in once when you're in that bubble, and you're like at the show. We'll call the show like that bubble. Where everyone's so card yeah. heavy and so positive it's like a positivity like circle everyone's so like yep. focused they're enablers
0: it. they're enablers, exactly. they all are, they're exactly. enablers. <laughs>
1: you're, you're not thinking about it like in a pre i feel like you, talk- you think about things through in a much less practical uh yeah. mindset and like the the day the second you leave the show floor it's all different so <laughs> that fresh know air hits you hit hit
0: I don't know. yeah that fresh air hits you that reality hits you, and you go Oh, I could have done with that money actually, to be fair. Yeah, oh well. <laughs> like,
1: why did I uh, do he said
0: that? Yeah, you just see your card value you go down, 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 lets you reach. You're thinking, oh, next year I'm going to take half what it's, it's horrible. We've all been there, friend. We've all been there.
1: It's, you know, it's I think, not great.
0: Uh, I mean, I don't know if you if you watch this stuff, for like Rothcard says, man, you never go broke selling a profit. And I've started to do that now. Like, even if it's less than I wanted, I'm just like, it's a profit, let's go. And let's have cash. Because I said, it's been many times that you walk out of a show and you think, I could have left it with X, Y, Z thousands of pounds and I'm leaving it with more cards instead. It's like, ah, oh, what's an idiot. What's an idiot. I've come here to get rid of these and move into these. And instead of just sold a few of them, but got more into this, it's like, ah, oh, this hobby, this like hobby. Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh. but in there, it was like bliss. It come out to real It's like, ah, oh, well, oh, what have I done?
1: What have we done here? That's <laughs> I, I can happening? relate. I can relate your plans sometimes just go out the window
0: oh 100 you get caught up in the moment so much so much
1: absolutely it's, it's wild
0: <laughs> it's it is. wild is there a is there anything else that you collect are you are you strictly cars is there anything else that you sort of collect or even even flip like funko's tickets for instance um
1: yeah. no i actually i don't my one buddy does does tickets but um no i i pretty much just just cards oh dear Okay. You're still here, brother.
0: Yeah, so yeah, you sort of blacked okay. out, same with you. Were yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making sure nothing yeah. crazy happened. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, so no, I, pretty I, I much just dance. Be... Yeah.
0: Okay, I thought I thought uh, for some reason I thought you might be one of the guys that collects like soccer shirts. Oh I don't
1: know no! Why. Yeah, but, no, I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I have a few. I, I definitely have a few, but uh, no, nah, it's more so my brother.
0: <laughs> okay. It's,
1: he's more it doesn't collect but he's more into that sort of thing than, than like cards yeah. for instance i've tried to get him into cards but he's just like i thought he would like it to be fair a lot because he's a uh, he's big into fifa and all that and plays ultimate team so it's it was very similar but it's just a yeah. little different
0: a little bit yeah different. I, I always yeah See, I'm, I'm a big collector i collect everything from sort of vinyls games you know funko pops cards yeah there's not much i don't collect i'm a big big hoarder basically
1: Oh man, I want to see that yeah. in that garage, that garage of yours.
0: <laughs> well, so I always tell yeah. yeah, but the thing is, it seems like comics. I'm always like, like, don't want to get my vinyls graded, and then it's like, I'll never get to play. I'm a bit of a kid, like, I like playing my vinyl. I will buy, I even still now I'll go to the charity shops, I buy old school you know, pressings of, of artists I like from the old school days. And I like having like the first pressing you know, or even at least the first year or two of pressing of the original stuff. But then it's the fact that now it's everything sort of graded. You know, these grading companies coming around, AMG, Wata Games. It's like, I still want this. Like, I get it. Like, Goldeneye, getting it graded. I get it. But, like, I'd love to put it in my old Nintendo 64 and play it for a bit. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 a dilemma in the, the, the moment. Yeah, at least at least with cards, you get it graded. And it's like, I can still play this. <laughs> I can still play this. It's fine.
1: <laughs> Goal! <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. That's in- yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh interesting
0: thought yeah well it gonna be start. i think yeah i think the big thing we'll say the bigger thing we have, we're having over here in a moment in the uk is, is tickets because we've previously only just had like psa and it was sort of varied in price but recently we've had our local sort of grading company mgc do tickets i think that's helped and so now beckett as well have opened up their ticket submissions um but i think tickets is kind of getting bigger over here we obviously we get a lot from like soccer games and there's always you know, so many debuts you know first goals and stuff like that. so that's big. And when you get big fights over here, you know, like the Tyson Fury fights and or people get ungraded, I think that's become a bigger thing over here. It's obviously US-wise, it's mainly like Super Bowl tickets. It does well. I do have the Mahomes Super Bowl victory in um, Miami. I do. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's so hard to get the, the last one. Really? Eagles. Yeah. I think it was like, it wasn't a physical ticket. You had to you got a, like a commemorative one that didn't have any details on it. And you had to send it off to get one. So I've seen a few go up on eBay. Um, which was like say, a full-on ticket, whether a class is a PSA grader and a class is an actual ticket. But yeah, so there's a lot of commemorative ones that are ten a penny. But yeah, the actual tickets, people have to send off them. So, oh wow, interesting. I know. The rest of it is like the lanyard passes, you know, the VIP ones, a you know, few of them fly up as well. But yeah, I do need the actual ticket, I not gonna lie.
1: Get there eventually.
0: The bane of my existence, my friend. It's a bane of my <laughs> existence. Uh, having Mahomes home is just one to PC as well is a bane of my existence. It's like changed the way I collect cards massively. Massively. Interesting. Um, it, it's, it's just, let's face it, it's probably the most expensive active player, I'd say, in the hobby. Mahomes? Yeah. Um, Do you not know think, you look at his rookies, like, think, his yeah. base optic is ridiculous. Like I I've got a base nine, that was like I think that was like four hundred dollars plus it's like it's a base optic.
1: I mean LeBron's LeBron's pretty up there.
0: Yeah, but people seem to have it's like love hate with LeBron, don't they? Yeah, but like
1: I mean his chrome still his Chrome tens are still worth like probably what five grand?
0: Yeah, yes, yeah it's yeah I'll it's yeah, say it's chrome, yeah, it's chrome. But then what's what's Mahomes Hollow 10? Rookie, like, to me mean, like, I know it's probably, I don't say, like, I know it's like apples to apples because it's a chrome compared to the,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, uh, hollow, yeah, up but yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just, Mahomes, uh,
1: Mahomes there's more options though, because there's the donnerist there's optic, there's prism, there's,
0: yeah, uh, but that's like what you're saying more. before though, about buying sort of the right cards, because if you do just buy the Donnerous paper base, it's sort of, you know, it is that it's just for your collection, you're not, that's not going to, Go anywhere it's in the future, gonna, yeah.
1: yeah. No, you're right about yeah. that. Yeah.
0: So it's it, that's that's what I say. It's just changed the way like I've had to. Because I used to even stuff like Leroy Sane, I used to, you know being a City fan, I we watched him play with Electric for city, you Can buy his car ten now, so that that clutch is easy. I can buy whatever, whenever with my home. Just kind of like, mm. <laughs> I I oh, so the, uh, hol- yeah, I don't know if I can afford the. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I can afford the. National Treasures are RPA in homes of 2017 <laughs> or 2018 or 2019 or 2020, all of a sudden, like five years deep, you go, I can afford that much treasure though, I can afford that one. So, you know, it's, yeah, it definitely changes the way. I have to go to a lot of just numbered stuff now. I think the only way I'm going to have anything that's, you know, low numbered, you, you just buy, you buy Prism Select low numbers for quite good, you know, good money. But yeah. when I say low numbered, you know, anything to like 199. So not low, low numbered, but yeah. And it's just the way you got to collect it and enjoy that way, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah. there's a that's the nice thing. There's kind of like something for for everyone, regardless if oh, you're yeah. a kid, your kid, you want to spend like five pounds, five dollars, whatever, or if you uh, yeah, you're you, you want, want to drop some millions in the card market, there's something, yeah. for, there's something for everyone. Yeah. We're all like somewhere somewhere in between there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I got that upset they didn't get what, it, uh, why is it there? It might have been a hollow. It might have been the or oh, was it the prism? I think it was a 2017 prism because obviously with that year. There's not a prism silver. So it's just no, there is
1: Mahomes no, prism. it's only prism. It's
0: only prism silver. Oh, uh, prism, yes, yeah, so, yeah, so there's no like, prism. History. All the but on the, obviously, it always just says prism. It never says like silver prism or and if I was, it's always the prism. I think I went to get a ten and it just ended up going up and up and up. And I was like, right, how do I make myself feel better? So I end up buying the uh, Mahomes sign mini helmet. So I'm like, that'll do. That'll do. that make me feel like that's on the side now of my house, and it's just like, still not the same though. Which, you know, I still miss having not having that, the, the prism. So it's still something I'm still chasing. I'd, I'd have to get a lot sort of stuff, I think, just for the, just to complete my collection. I think. Yeah. A bit.
1: Hopefully, i <laughs> a little more then for you.
0: I think this is another thing about the market. I think it, right now is where it should. It's like where it should be, and it shouldn't go up or down. So I think everyone's baked in Is like the greatest in the next ten years. And I don't know if he's gonna win. He's won what, two two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs, two Super Bowls. It's sort of like what more like does winning a third make it that go up that much more? Like in my eyes it shouldn't do. I think people sort of sort of bait is great. I think so, yeah
1: uh, I mean honestly I feel like he's he's just gonna rise with time over the course of uh the hobby like if the hobby grows i think i feel like you'll just grow with it right because i think you're right yeah. in the sense yeah, that yeah. like he's baked in i think now it's just i mean if he wins two more yeah that's i think we're talking a different story
0: if so you think four super bowls means he's probably got people a lot more yeah
1: probably right but then again you have to like factor in like how baked in is he
0: so yeah, I this mean. is the thing. I feel like it is, but then again, it looking like Josh Allen's prices and Dyke, like, who's not, who's not done anything yet. And It's like, mm. it's it's a it's it's like, a weird one. It's a it's weird one. NFL. That's why I, I like collecting NFL so much. Like I think soccer's kind of easier because you got CR7, Messi, Haaland, Mbappe. Yeah, you may have like Bellingham floating around as well, but they're the big four names that move daily. Like them four names there just daily. Daily transactions. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, whereas if like if you're a fan, you want to buy a Jeremy, not City fan, it Jeremy Doku. It's like be guy. To move that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be harder to move him though. Do you know what I mean? It's these like four big names like NFL. Like it just changes like weekend game gaming. Like watching the Pat's game of a week and it took Matt Jones out and brought Bayes Zappi back in. It's like it was what four weeks ago. they dropped him from the roster. Do you know what I mean? It was like. It was crazy. No, you're crazy. right about
1: that. And people react yeah. so
0: much week to week. It's insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I think the good thing is that the hype is over in the UK. getting The shows are back on again. It's so like show season. So the shows every couple of weeks. NFL's five weeks in. NBA's about to start. We've just had the Dame trade. I'm hoping like the NBA hype, because when you get caught in the NFL hype, the NBA hype, the, the card shows are so much better because there's so much buzz in the room. Obviously, Prem's like well and truly kicked in. Champions League is kicked in, so I'm, I'm looking forward to having that like buzz again in the room, I'm for sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, just, yeah no, it's just 100%. different. It's just different. But I bet you've got had you for for ages. Uh, we'll have hey, to No, it's again, good, no man. Sure, man.
1: I, I enjoy yeah. it. I enjoyed it. I appreciate you for uh for having me on. And uh, am I the first American on the on the street on the pod? You are. You hey, are. I feel I feel, I feel
0: bad. bad now though because uh, I don't know if you know him, Carlson Cards a good friend of mine. I was like, Yeah, I'd definitely get you one. He's in um Wisconsin. Uh so times are obviously different. But yeah, he's he's he's, he's I I will have to get him on. But I, I think yeah. having you on and your knowledge as well and, and again you know seeing you in action on the card on the card show floor <laughs> <my> room, so <laughs> you know, people actually? can learn Yeah, <laughs> people can learn a lot. So having you on and, and, and sort of picking your brains and getting your knowledge out there to these people has been greatly appreciated. I'm sure people are gonna love this. Um but yeah definitely have to get you on again soon. Um but yeah I appreciate your time. I uh, appreciate you as always, brother. Um obviously we'll see we'll keep you in touch. But no. Another episode. If you listen this far, you're the real MVPs cause us two hey. can talk all day about cards, you know. Uh, but no, thanks again to Star Jersey Sports Cards, aka Desire, the main man. And for you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys soon. Awesome.